Thanks for tuning in on Apple or Spotify to listen to another brand new episode of The Eye Test. Before we start the show, please take five seconds to leave a review. Since we don't sell you anything, this is the best way to help us grow. We would really appreciate it. Thanks again, and enjoy the episode. The following is a presentation of the Belly Up Sports Media Network. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Eye Test brought to you by Belly Up Sports Media Network. I am your host, John Kirkner, with Bobby Amendola and Paul Orlando, my wonderful co-hosts. How are we doing, boys? Ready to rock. My redraft team sucks. My redraft team is very good. My redraft team is also underperforming. Um, but the good news is, boys, is we have week six fantasy awards to hand out today. Uh, we had some polls put up on our Instagram at the I test pod. Go ahead, follow that. Vote on these polls every Monday night during the football games so that you can be a part of this show. Um, you can vote. You can watch this show uh, and see who wins. So go ahead, like this video, subscribe to our channel so that you get notified when we put up new episodes. Uh, But like always, the first award of every week is going to be that week winner, boys. And the first nominee for the week winner of week six, featured in the Mostert Mash, Raheem Mostert, RB2. Yeah, Raheem Mostert is just absolutely lighting the freaking world on fire. It's insane. He's averaging almost two touchdowns a game, guys. He has 11 touchdowns on the year through six weeks. And he and the greatest show on surf, I forget who called it that, but I know we talked about it last episode, but it's just like, that's just the coolest name in the entire planet, the greatest show on surf. But yeah, we expected Raheem Mostert to have a monster game with Devin Achain on the IR, and he certainly did. And I was playing Bob this week, who has Raheem Mostert, so that was a lot of fun to watch that happen to me. But Raheem Mostert only played 61% of the snaps and did all of this damage. 34 points, 17 rushes for 115 yards, two scores on the ground, and then just to add insult to injury, three catches for 17 yards and another score through the air. This guy, at 31 years old, What he is doing is absolutely insane. He's been in the league for eight years, and he's sitting as the RB2 and the number three overall player in fantasy. It is just insane how much Mostert mashing Raheem Mostert is doing to fantasy players. And Bob, when did you draft him? Or did you draft him? I was just looking that up, and yes, I did draft him. I drafted him at... The eleven oh eight, so almost the twelfth round, and I was ridiculed a little bit, but I just thought I was like, "Oh, okay, he's a starting running back. We'll probably get some work, right?" I definitely did not think this was going to happen, but sometimes you run into some good ones. Yeah, that is what we call a blindfolded dart throw. That just so happens to be a bullseye there, and. Raheem Mostert, you got to give it up to him. You got to give him up to this entire Miami Dolphins team. They are lighting the absolute world on fire. Raheem Mostert, this is certainly not the first week he's probably won you, but he is my nominee in the spirit of Halloween with the Mostert Mash. The Mostert Mash. Those types of players that you get in those later rounds, if they 
if they're just an RB1, granted, if they're an RB2, they're helping you win your weeks. Um, but Mostert is certainly an RB1 uh, he's, for the season. He's elite. He's the, like he's <laughs> you say running back. Number three elite. overall player. Number yeah. three overall player in fantasy behind, I'm assuming, Christian McCaffrey and Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's actually crazy. <laughs> so that is nominee number one. Congratulations to Raheem Mostert. We will see if you win. But first, nominee number two, featured in Fancy Seeing You Here, again, Adam Thielen. Yes, Adam Thielen is climbing up the ranks on these award shows nowadays. Last week, if you tuned in, he was a nominee for one our Mr. Consistency Award. He was starring in a different film at the time, and that was called The Room Full of Idiots. But now you see him here nominated for a week winner award in Fancy Seeing You Here. And it's still just weird seeing Adam Thielen as a potential week winner here at the end of week six, going into week seven, and three out of the last four games, he's put up pretty much 30 points in each game, which is absolutely insane for a guy that you probably could have gotten on your waiver wire. He's the wide receiver four now, which is even more mind-boggling because everyone pretty much wrote him off when he left Minnesota after leaving that pass-happy offense. I know, John, you mentioned it last week, but we were all a little skeptical with Adam Thielen with the rookie quarterback. The stats usually aren't favorable for wide receivers with rookie quarterbacks, but Adam Thielen is certainly bucking that trend with Bryce Young. And this is a guy that could, if he keeps it up, could potentially help you win your league. And he is more than deserving of a week winner nominee. Is fancy seeing you here the sequel to Adam Thielen's first movie and they just had so much success they're just making it a thing now? Yeah, I think they're trying to make him into a star now. Hollywood Hollywood saw the first Mr. Consistency film and they were like, this guy deserves a lead role in a star movie. The, uh, the last time Adam Thielen was a top 10 wide receiver was in 2020. Uh, top He's never been a top five, so he was the wide receiver. His best finish was wide receiver seven in 2018. So quite the career for Adam Thielen, and we do have a winner, everybody. The week six week winner is Raheem Mostert. Wow! Finally wins one. Finally, one of my nominees gets gets the recognition they deserve. RB1 of the week, correct? Makes sense. All right, well, let's go over to the next award, a new award, quite the opposite of what we just did, and that is the Week Loser Award. Who lost you your week in Week 6? This nominee featured in You Were the Chosen One is how I was supposed to say it. That's that was pretty good. Yeah, that was pretty you. good. Thank you. Devontae Adams. Yeah, so this is a nominee that Devontae Adams and I think fantasy managers all over the world never expected him to get picked for, but he is our weak loser nominee number one. And you were the chosen one, Anakin. You were supposed to destroy the <laughs> Sith, not join them. And that is exactly what he's doing. And for those of you who don't know, I'm a huge Star Wars nerd. That's actually the original poster for uh, A New Hope in my basement that you can't really see, but it's back there. 
And so Devontae Adams, just like Anakin Skywalker, is breaking the Jedi's hearts and fantasy managers alike. He was a top-tier wide receiver. And let's just go over his stats through the first six weeks. 12 points, okay. 20, 42 bomb, wonderful. 15 and a half, great. Eight and a half, and now down to 4.9. He is just completely busting. He's seen nine targets in two games. He's averaging less than five targets a game the past two weeks. And the yardage and the touchdowns are not there either. It is just not going well for Devontae Adams. And I think a big part of this is because he wants to get out of Vegas and maybe he's kind of refusing to give full effort, even though that's not very Devontae Adams-like. He's usually a good company man when it comes to this stuff. But at this point, if they're not going to utilize him, I really hope they trade him to somebody who will, and then maybe my redraft league can bounce back. But I don't know about all that, but still, if you're a Devontae Adams owner here, it is not looking good for you. He is just not playing well in the last couple of weeks, which makes him our weak loser nominee number one yeah Devonte adams yet another first round pick that is not performing up to standard you hate to see it you just hate it maybe we'll talk about more of them as we head into tomorrow's episode when we go over the doghouse uh but first let's go over nominee number two for the week six loser <laughs> featured in oh uh romantic comedy romantic comedy you, me, and Capri, an all-time <laughs> favorite. Tuka Matua. Come on down. Yes, and this is certainly bittersweet for Puka Nakua. As we all know, You, Me, and Capri is a great movie, but it doesn't spell well for our star, Puka Nakua, unfortunately. Puka Nakua and Matt Stafford were, had a, were in a great relationship the first five weeks of the season even the first game that cooper cup came back he had a good game but now that cooper cup is moving in with matt stafford and puka after returning from injury he's starting to cause a little disruption in that household and we all know the relationship that matt stafford and cooper cup had before puka came to town and now it seems like cooper cup is becoming the favorite again and this week, it resulted in Puka only having seven targets, which was tied for a season low, 6.6 .6 fantasy points, four receptions, and 26 yards. No touchdowns, obviously, since he only had six points. And this is probably just what it's going to be. This is probably the reality now that Cooper Cup is back. There will probably be games where Puka will still be valuable and will put up good games, but they're not going to be nearly as consistent with Cooper Cup in the picture. And as we all know already, Cooper Cup is more proven. He had a really good game this week, and I expect more of that to continue. Even though Puka will still be the number two in that offense, it's going to result in less consistency. And unfortunately, he gets our weak loser nominee. Yeah, Puka's going to be that guy that you think about every single week. Should I put him in my flex or not? And it's going to drive you crazy. So if I'm a Puka owner, which I'm not, I would recommend putting him on the trade block now because you have enough of a sample size to say, hey, he can still do this even when Cup is back, uh, when he scored, what was it, 20 points against the Eagles. Um, and he's got a pretty easy week in week seven going against the Steelers who let up a good amount of points to wide receivers. So now's your chance. Go ahead. Puka's value is still mid to high. 
take advantage of it. But will he win the weak loser award? Ladies and gentlemen, the results are in. The week six loser is not Puka Nakua. It's Devontae wow. Adams. I see what's going on here. It's collusion now. <laughs> <laughs> I paid I paid the committee from you sweeping me last week like my Orioles. <laughs> oh, I just myself. Congratulations. A first round pick performing like what we expected Raheem Mostert to perform. Swap places. Interesting. All right, let's go over to our third award here. The most improved nominee number one featured in Happy Billmore, Ramondre Stevenson. I'm on that. Yeah, Bob, I know you've seen Happy Gilmore. I know John has not seen any Adam Sandler movie because he just like is hell-bent on hating Adam Sandler for whatever reason. A ridiculous. That's such a John thing to do. Just, that is just such pick a- one pick one random person and be for no reason at all and just be like, Yeah, I'm not gonna watch his stuff. Yeah. There was like John, you're missing out because like there is a string in the nineties and early two thousands where Adam Sandler was just on absolute fire with yeah. every movie. Well, I and- missed I missed the jump. Like I, I didn't hear about those movies until I was already like I didn't, 16, I didn't start- 17 years old. I'm not gonna go rewatch a nineties movie. The comedy is so stale. Very corny. John, you act like Bob and I are like 10 years older than you. Like we're all the same age and we watch. You watched them earlier than me. You watched them when you were probably like eight, nine, 10. No, I don't know about that young. Maybe when I was like a teenager. Yeah. I would say like 13, 14 is when I maybe saw my first Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. I think like that run, we're getting off track, but that run is amazing. Mr. Deeds, Happy Gilmore, Billy Madison, 51st Dates. I've heard, great first things. I've heard great things about Happy Billmore. Waterboy? That's a football Waterboy. movie, John. You got to at least watch Waterboy. <laughs> okay. We can't be a fantasy football podcast and not have you watch Waterboy. So we got to get that going. But Ramondre Stevenson in Happy Billmore is a spinoff from Happy Gilmore because you know where, well, Bob knows, in Happy Gilmore when he's playing Shooter McGavin and Happy Gilmore's big Achilles heel was he didn't know how to putt. But then all of a sudden, Happy Gilmore learned to putt, and he looks at Shooter McGavin and goes, ooh, looks like Happy learned how to putt. <laughs> and that is exactly what's happening now. Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick are finally like, you know what, this Ramondre Stevenson guy is pretty good. We should make him a focal point in this offense. And that's exactly what they did. They used Ramondre Stevenson the way that he's had success in the past game. So he didn't have much yardage on the ground here. Six targets for five catches for 24 yards. He did score a touchdown on the ground, but still using him in the past game opened up the running lanes for Ramondre Stevenson. He saw his best yards per carry of the season, just under five. He did get that score on the ground for you against the Raiders on Sunday night. No, no, just on Sunday. Sunday but yeah. yeah, but regardless, Ramondre Stevenson, had an excellent game here, 18 points. This is what you were expecting from him when you took him in probably the third, maybe early fourth. And he is improving so much from weeks three to five. He had seven, six, and 2.4 points. He's now back closer to 20. Let's hope that they can continue to use him in this manner. And Ramondre Stevenson owners hopefully will get the benefits of Bill O'Brien and Bill Belichick finally learning how to use Ramondre Stevenson. Great film. I loved Happy Gilmore. <laughs> it's Happy Billmore, dude. <laughs> no, nah, I know the first one was great too. Um, all right, let's talk about another great film here. Nominee number two, 
starring in the catcher in the rider, <laughs> Drake London. Ritter. That's the joke. Yes. And if anyone has read The Catcher in the Rye, everyone knows it's kind of a coming of age book. And that's what we're alluding to here with Drake London. It finally seems like I don't want to speak too soon, but it finally seems like Drake London is breaking out and coming of age, perhaps in this offense, even with Desmond Ritter at quarterback, who actually, I will add, has been very good the past two weeks in fantasy. So we'll give him credit there. And Drake London had his best game of the season. A career, not a career, a season high, 12 targets, nine catches, 125 yards. Didn't get that touchdown, but still over 20 points for a guy that we thought was completely dead pretty much in fantasy after week one with that goose egg. Is starting to turn the tide and has been consistently getting better as the season has gone on. And if this Falcons offense, if Arthur Smith basically decides, hey, I'm going to start using my best players more often, then the sky is the limit for a guy like Drake London and even for guys like Kyle Pitts and obviously B. John Robinson as well. So credit to Drake London for this, and he deserves this nominee. Yeah. Slowly moving from a flex to a wide receiver too. Yeah, yeah. I think the so catcher too. in the the catcher in the flex. <laughs> <laughs> that was but a horrible win. joke. No, it was a great joke. No, great. I laughed at it. He I like. But will he win? That's the real question, guys. And the votes are in. The winner of most improved player from week five to week six is. I knew, it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. This is the yeah, it it sense. I know. Oh man. I can't wait for the next award though, because I was looking at the polls right before we started. It was a 50, 50 split. I was going to have to make something up, but I just checked in and we just got one extra vote and it is not an even split anymore. So let's head on over to our fourth and final award before we send someone to the doghouse. This is the biggest surprise and nominee number one starred in another comedy film. Or is it maybe it's like a is it like a love story? It can be. Yeah. It, yeah. If you're, you know, the accidental curly fried kind of guy. Some people right. are more straight cut fries. Exactly. They don't like, they don't like the additional curly fries. And that, that is the movie he was featured in, the accidental curly fry, which I believe <laughs> Paul here will explain the plot of the movie and the main star. And that is Michael Pittman. Yeah. So Michael Pittman stars here in accidental curly fry and guys, please <laughs> just entertain this for one second. Say you get a basket of fries. You're at a bar at a restaurant and you're like, you know what guys, I don't really want a burger. I don't want anything like that. I just want, you guys just want to split some fries. And they're like, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Waitress comes over and she's like, all right, we got regular fries. We got curly fries. We got Texas wedge fries. We got whatever. And you, you know, just regular <laughs> basket is fine. Cause no one can commit fully to curly fries or one or the other. And lo and behold, when you get your basket of fries, there's just a few accidental curlies thrown in there. And it's just <laughs> enough, just enough to hit that sweet spot that you were looking for. You didn't want a full basket of them. You just wanted a few. 
And that's what you got right now with Michael Pittman. I mean, from somebody who we have seen fall off draft boards, I know we as the eye test, we were borderline, do not draft this guy. I was literally with, saying that. Yeah. <laughs> with Anthony Richardson, most likely, and was starting under center until he got hurt. Not a polished passer. We don't know what it's going to look like. It's going to be a run-heavy offense. All this, blah, blah, blah. But then lo and behold, even with Anthony Richardson in there, Pittman has still played pretty well. And now, unfortunately for Anthony Richardson, he is done for the year. But that is actually good for Michael Pittman because Minshew is more of a polished passer and does look for him all the time. 14 targets this week, guys. 14. That is elite level target share. He had nine catches for 109 yards, 19.9 points. He does not need to score with this volume. Scoring will only put him over the top as a big boom, 25-plus candidate. If Gardner Minshew continues to sling the rock the way that he has been and keeps involving Pittman in the pass game the way that he has been, Pittman should be a solid wide receiver, too, with wide receiver one potential in your lineup for weeks to come. Yeah. How the tables turn. Maybe it'll be a similar story, a similar sequel to Adam Thielen, where maybe one day we'll see Michael Pittman in the week winner category. Maybe. You know? That would be cool. Uh, will this happen to nominee number two? I'm not so sure because he starred in just a drama. <laughs> it's a really sad drama. I think, it's, I think it's one of those dramas that just went straight to DVD. Like, it wasn't shown yeah. in theaters. Or anything. Show in theaters. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this this movie got uh, two stars on, on, is it IMBD? Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. 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 And that's uh, Leftover Pizza starring Kareem Hunt. Yeah, and I don't think any of us thought that we would be talking about Kareem Hunt, especially in a positive award context. But have you ever gotten home from a night out and, you know, you thought about maybe making a pizza yourself, but you're a little like too drunk. Maybe you got leftover pizza sitting there and you're like, you know what? Leftover pizza sounds a lot better than making a pizza or have or ordering one in because it's just right there it's easy access and you just get it and it just tastes better than the real thing and that's cream hunt's situation right now we we know jerome ford is the lead back but on this particular sunday that leftover pizza that kareem hunt tasted better for the browns and it resulted in fantasy success for him an obvious season high 16 points he had almost four yards of carry, threw in a touchdown for you, and was a little involved in the passing game as well. Three receptions for 24 yards. So Kareem Hunt kind of rose from the dead this week, and I wouldn't expect him to really continue this because Jerome Ford is, I think we all think that he's the lead back still, but it was nice to see that Kareem Hunt still has some legs under him, and maybe he does turn in some better performances and makes it back onto this award show. But he in week six is deserving of the biggest surprise nominee because no one saw that coming. No one did. And especially the people who spent all of their fob money on Jerome Ford during the waiver. <laughs> it's his birthday period. today too, isn't it? Ah, it is. Wow. <laughs> Shout out Andy. Happy birthday, pal. Happy birthday, Andy. And you still shouldn't have spent all your fob on Jerome Ford. Especially now. You know he's punching air after this. Yeah. Do we each give him a birthday gift of like $4 of our own fob? <laughs> <laughs>
Let's see if he wins first because the winner of this award, ladies and gentlemen, is double checking to make sure it's still not a 50 50 split. It is not. The winner is Kareem. Ah, there we go. There we go. Bobby finally <laughs> gets a win. Yeah, I thought they were going to snub me. With a, I thought I was going to get snubbed because Michael Pittman's more of a household name. Yep, yep. I think the reason is, is, you know, Pittman has been putting up decent numbers, so not much of a surprise for him to do just a little bit better than what he's been doing. Kareem Hunt, though, hasn't been playing football and just got onto the Browns, uh, played for, what, a week or two, and is now already winning biggest surprise of week six so already making appearances on the eye test. Yeah, and that'll do it for the award ceremony. We have one more award. We do this every single time at the end of our fantasy award show. We're sending someone to the doghouse, guys. And let me tell you. <laughs> this poor guy. This guy didn't even star in a movie. In fact, you know what? He did. Let me go back into the notes here. Oh, no. Oh, he no. Paul, oh, no. You the chosen one. We have a two-time week winner, Devontae Adams. The very rare double whammy. Right to the doghouse. <laughs> boo? Dude, it's, Do we boo that? I'm, I am reminded of, like, what is a, like a celebrity, a superstar who was, like, on top of the world. You know, the career was great. Everything was going well. And then all of a sudden just, like, uh, an absolute collapse out of nowhere. I feel there like that is the Devontae Adams story of this of, of this this fantasy season. This week, at least, yeah. Jeremy Lin, Devontae like, Adams is the Nintendo Johnny Manziel right now. Johnny Manziel, yeah. Like it's just like Devontae was just partying too hard. He had that forty-four point game. He's like, dude, I don't need to practice. I don't need to audition. I don't need to do any of this. I'm Devontae Adams, and. He teamed up with co-star Jimmy Garoppolo, and Jimmy's like, sorry, dude, I don't have it. I can't take you to the promised land like Aaron Rodgers. So Devontae Adams going right to the doghouse, which we will talk more about in tomorrow's episode. Yes, subscribe to our channel. Get notified when that episode comes out. We can't wait to see you guys. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we appreciate it. Go ahead and leave us a five-star review one of the best ways that can help us grow and if you're watching on youtube thank you for watching i'm sure these highlight tapes were fun to watch again if you're listening you gotta watch on youtube we got plenty of cool highlights to show during the show uh, but we will be back tomorrow for the week six fantasy dollhouse peace peace see you